0: This is your host, Lawyer Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law here on KNews 98.5. We are back speaking today with newly elected trustee of the Passable School District, Kenny Enny. And um, Before the break, Kenny, um, we were talking about all of the things that uh, you want to do in the district to help kids actually be able to graduate with skills they can use and go into employment. Um, you, we were talking a little bit about the agricultural, uh, component of the district. There's a lot of, uh, farming and ranching there. Uh, are there things that you think can be improved with the school district to provide kids the ability to graduate and go right out into farming and ranching?
1: Um, I do. I think there are a couple of models, um, that could be, um, studied and emulated in many ways. I like the, uh, Kern County has got a very robust um, vocational program. Obviously, it's a much bigger, um, it's in mostly centered out of Bakersfield, so it's a much larger population. They probably have a lot more money, but uh, they have a model where essentially uh, 11th and 12th grade, you are, uh, you have finished all your your um, state graduation requirements pretty much, and then you're focusing on getting, um, you know, you, welding certificates or, or uh, um beauty school. Um mm-hmm. you know, I've, I never thought I would be learning about what hairdressers and beauticians have to, to go through, but um when I go and get my hair cut at Great Clips, um, I talked to the young lady and um she went to Paso High and graduated And I think she said twenty seventeen, but she had to spend sixteen thousand dollars um going to beauty school to go to beauty school. And it's 1,600 hours of, of training before you can actually start working. Would she have liked to have been able to do that in high school? She would have. Huh. And so uh, Kern County's got a program where um, you know, they, they get that 1,600 hours of training accomplished while they're still in high school. So as soon as they get their diploma, they, get a they, certificate. Can, they can go off and, and uh, get their license. and. It, it costs her, you know, $16,000. Well, again, I would rather, if we're going to spend $13,800 a year on, on, per student, I would rather have that money go to something that's actually going to give that, that individual a leg up in life when they leave the school.
0: And just a tip, uh, folks, um, and for Mr. Annie, there are almost no court reporting schools left in California. And it's honorable work. It's highly paid. There's uh, vacancies right now in every court in this state for uh, court reporters, uh, and that is a, another thing that you may want to explore. Yeah. So I've, I've talked
1: to uh, I've been talking to a lot of uh, contractors and people in the trades. There's a huge shortage of people in the trades now. I read an article a couple of weeks ago that the median the median age now for most people in the tra- trades is about fifty two. Things like that. I've, you know there's definitely an opening for somebody that's coming out of high school to to go in and and immediately start making a living. You know, I know unions were a big issue uh, whether
0: people liked unions or didn't like unions, but are you willing to contact the uh, trade unions to see if they would partner with the high schools?
1: Absolutely. And and I actually one of the one of the contractors that I have gotten the most information from, he is a union shop. Mm-hmm. Everybody that builds his, he works only with unions. And I'm, he's been a wealth of information. Again, I've had a very steep learning curve on, on a, a lot of issues, and they've educated me quite a bit. But they, you know, the union guy that uh, he had in when we had lunch one day said, you know, the average model is, you know, the kid graduates. You know, we'll say Kenny and he graduates from high school when he's 18. It's not until he's 28 and he's made a lot of mistakes that he figures out. Um, that he should probably go to trade school and go to the union, and what we want to do is shrink that down. So, you know, at 18, Kenny and he figures out, hey, I should probably go and work for the union for a couple of years, get all my get all my certificates, and then you can always opt out later on in life. Um, you can always uh, go back to university, or if, you can go back to you, university if you have a desire for that. But you will have a good financial basis for doing that, right? And you're not going to you're not going to be heavily indebted to get a college.
0: Now, with your experience, uh, you ran the language school in Monterey for the uh, Marines. And, and, uh, you know, it strikes me that there is a military base just north of Paso Robles. And that's another career opportunity for young men and women these days. Absolutely. Is there any uh, push uh, or ability to bring in ROTC into the high school so that people can get a leg up on their uh, their applications to the military.
1: I, I, am, uh, I am actively exploring that with the Marine Corps. Um, the, uh, the junior ROTC program uh, would be beneficial to both the Marines and to, the, I think, the, the high school community there. But, you know, what a lot of young people don't understand, there's, there's obviously a recruiting crisis in the military right now, and I don't want to get too far off topic. But, you know, back to the benefit to the high, school, the high schooler, um, when we talk about all these, these community groups that provide scholarships to, to young men and women to go to college, we're talking maybe $5,000. If you sign the dotted line and go into one of the, uh, the military services or the Coast Guard, um, you can qualify for up to $120,000 in the GI Bill. Which will get you a full education in most places. Yeah. Yep. And I, you get your choice of uh, university or college, don't you? You do. It's uh, You just apply, and then uh, you, you get into whatever university, and then you notify the VA, and you get a, a living stipend, and then they pay your tuition. I think they cover books, too. But, well, I, I'm... A, but, I mean, these are things that... That's how, my, that's that I how would, my dad
0: got his education, so... Um, and that's, that's, that's how I got
1: yeah. one of my master's degrees with, yeah. through the GI Bill, and, and I didn't use my... Post 9/11 GI Bill, and I'm giving it to my son, so he will have money for college. Well, good. Good. Well, that that speaking of money, uh, how
0: much did this special election cost the district?
1: Um, There isn't a final tally yet. Mm -hmm. Um, The estimate uh, is 493,000. I still find it hard to believe that that is going to be the final bill because if it is, I think each one of those votes I tallied up the other day. Is roughly it's forty, I think it was forty-three dollars a vote, is what we spent for the special election. Um, then the number will hopefully come down, um, but the minimum number I've heard is one hundred and fifty thousand. And and whatever
0: the number is, that's not going to be available for hiring uh, special teachers to help kids with special learning problems or having or
1: summer school, having which summer is school. what I think is really needed in a lot of cases or raising teacher pay or raising teacher pay. But the teachers got their, they got their pay raise at the end of last year.
0: Well, just as a personal point of privilege as the son of a teacher, um, you know, teachers tend to be underpaid in our society. And, uh, I, I think we're all happy if, uh, teachers are paid enough to live in their community. Um, so, uh, I guess, folks, you're listening again to Slow County Public Policy and the Law, K News 98.5, and we are speaking again with newly elected trustee of the Paso Robles School District, Kenny Annie. Well, Kenny, I, uh, I'm so glad you came back to talk to us. Were there things that you learned that surprised you uh, during this campaign about the schools themselves?
1: I think probably the biggest surprise um, for me was when I really started digging into the academic performance numbers and started looking at uh, um, some of the, the, uh, the performance of other schools within the state. Uh, that raised not only a lot of red flags for me, but a lot of questions. Um, again, the graduating class of 2023 is going to walk across the stage in about a month in pass High. And only one out of four of the graduates is going to be proficient in math and that was obviously a red flag if you're a if you're in whatever type of business and only one out of four of your products is is meeting standard that that that's a crisis in my opinion and so trying to identify how we as a community got to that point um, has 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 been a priority for me and and I've I've nailed it down really to one, uh, one thing, and that's Paso Robles Joint Unified School District has social promotion. Um, they move people up through the classes based off of their age, more than based off of their, uh, their academic performance. Um, do you, do you think that there's a a way to
0: integrate your desire to get more vocational learning for kids? Um, so that they can go into a field where they can be proficient um, when they may not be as proficient in some of the academics.
1: I do. I would like, we had taken uh, a lot of the shop classes out of the middle school, and I think one of the first things I'd like to see is put it back into the middle schools.
0: Well, great. Well, right now we're going to take another break. We have to do a little business, and we'll be right back with Kenny Enney.